After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, it's Juice Mason. Just want to say thank you so much for downloading the podcast. But can you do us a favor right now? You're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Can you give us a five-star review? All it does is help our podcast grow. Also, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at Deuce and Mo. We go live after every single Kings game. Oh, and I know the Kings lost and it wasn't pretty, but still enjoy this ride with us. Start the show. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast. Recording this on a Monday night after the Kings get crushed in Houston against the Rockets. And no, this is not a repeat of. Uh, the other night's podcast, you downloaded the right one. No, for the second straight game, the Kings get punked by the Rockets. Tonight, it was even worse. Sacramento played without De'Aaron Fox, but honestly, let's not even focus on that part of it. The Kings looked lost. They looked disconnected, disjointed, no defense, and um, it was ugly. They got down by, what, as many as 40 points in this game? yes. They end up losing 122 to 97. Each and every one of our podcasts presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Check out their website, northwestexteriors.com. I'm Deuce. That's Morgan. How you doing? Um, I'm I'm good. I'm good. It was it's it's early enough in the season where it's not even like that feeling of, oh my gosh, I feel worried. Is this the team that we're going to see? No, no, no. But the way that I do feel, like the type of disappointment, that hurts. I haven't felt that in a while. Like even when the Kings started 0-4 last season, those ga- I was looking at those losses like, oh, man, but they're playing great basketball, yeah, but they're yeah. losing. This was like dog shit. You know, that's the type of game it was. Fair. Yeah. Last game, I think I said, you know, you have games like this every once in a while. Yes. You don't like having them early in the season, but hey, you you move on and you bounce back Monday. You play the same team again. And look, this is as simple as it gets. There are times tonight I felt like I was watching a high school team play an NBA team. Great way and to put it. it that's that seems like oh is he exaggerating is he trying to be over the top tonight no no literally like the kings could not do anything offensively they were completely thrown off their games the rockets defense yeah it's good 
not going to deny that it's not good. Let's acknowledge this, though. The Houston Rockets, for clarity, they are the team that have been together for six games. If you just turned on the game tonight, mm. you would have thought the Houston Rockets were a well-oiled machine mm. that maybe have been playing together for years now. They looked well-coached. They were disciplined. They played hard. Yes. Good defense, shot-making. And the Kings looked like they were playing an NBA game for the first time. You're like, if you turned on that game and you didn't know anything about Sacramento, you went, oh, they must be like a young team. Like, oh, they have a lot of injuries. Are these all the G League guys up and the rookies? Uh, it Dude. Would, I, to say I was shocked by tonight would be an understatement. I am beyond I disappointed know. and disgusted by how they came out following what happened the other night. That's and it. That's it, it. It's just if you're going to be a good team in, an NBA, in the NBA, this this game can't happen, especially after what happened last game. That's it. It's 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 the response factor and that was not a factor there was no it's it's tough because i look at this game and i go sometimes guys aren't gonna have it right yeah but that is what saturday's game was about today's game on a monday evening was supposed to be about like having it, finding that energy back, finding that confidence back. Even if you're not making your shots, great, no problem. Take the damn shot, take the damn shot, take the damn shot. I mean, you have guys that are supposed to step up in place for Deer and Fox, Domas Bonus, Harrison Barnes, just calling out a few that should be taking more shots, doing a little bit more in a game like tonight. Harrison Barnes and Domas Sabonis combined for. 10 shots and 11 points. Just, I feel this disappointment in my chest. Go I just on. need to repeat this. Yep. They combined for 11 points, eight rebounds, six assists. At Harrison Barnes did not have a rebound in 22 minutes of action. He had three points in this game and an assist, one of six shooting. Bad nights happen in the NBA, no doubt about it. It's Game six of the season. There's a long way to go. The Kings, this time last year, they mm -hmm. were two and four and they ended up winning 48 games. Yep. I'm not over here going, the season's over. No. But, like, to something you said in the beginning, I am a little concerned. Oh, and it's I didn't not, say it's, concerned. You, you said oh. you were. You made a case like, yeah, it's early, but I, I'm concerned because of how disconnected it looks. Like, I did a thing on pregame today where it's talking about how many wide open shots the Kings are missing. So coming into this game tonight, the Kings were number two. They they were second in the league in wide open three-point mm -hmm. attempts. Keegan Murray came into tonight shooting like 25% from three. Yep. Last year he shot 41%, right? Last year, Herter. Shot like 41, 42% yeah. from three, whatever the number is. 40%, yeah. right, right around 40%. This year, he's shooting 20% going Correct. into tonight. But the wide open looks was crazy because Keegan Murray coming into tonight was shooting 31.5% on wide open threes. Last year, 47%. And then Kevin Herter was at 42.5% on wide open threes. Last year, this year, 20%. So I'm like, yeah, okay, some of this can just early season, shooting slump, blah, blah, blah. But some of the same offensive <clears throat> issues they had last game against Houston, which was like a lot of standing around watching, mm -hmm. out physical, just indecisiveness. Yeah. That carried over 
to tonight, two days later against the same team. So we could talk about missed shots all day. And I'm more confident that like the, the wide open looks that some of these guys are missing, those will drop. But I'm just talking about the flow. And I, it can't be this bad just because De'Aaron Fox is gone. Right. My point. And, and I think I think going off of your point, too, what what we witnessed last year was a team that had so much pride that no matter what, you were going to see a them redeem themselves, take a leap, see some growth in the next game, in the following game. Like th- there wasn't a doubt in my mind that you were always going to see them make adjustments and and grow from their mistakes and not seeing them grow from their mistakes from a very bad game and then seeing even a worse game is frightening. It is frightening. I personally, though, am not concerned. I think just because we would love to see a better start to the season um, doesn't mean that it's all doom and gloom. I guess what I'm struggling with right now. What are you struggling with? Is why the, the why. Why did it look this bad two games in a row? Because sure. last year, you're right. They, 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 you didn't have many games last year where you turned on, and the Kings had bad losses. We yep, know that. They yep, had some yep. bad home losses. I can go over them. I even went back and looked at the games De'Aaron missed last year to kind of break things down, too, that I want to go over. But I, you didn't watch Sacramento a lot last year and go, man, their spirit's gone. Or, man, they look really defeated mm-hmm. tonight. I, I felt like the hallmark of last year's squad was, dude, they're going to bring it. They may not win every game, but they're going to play hard. They yep. may not be the best defensive team, but they're going to fight. They're going to make mistakes. They're, you know, and oh man, they're explosive. And now, especially tonight, it was just a train wreck on both sides of the ball. But what I'm getting at is offensively, with specifically the starters, uh-huh. right? Davion Mitchell in the starting lineup tonight again with Kevin Herter, HB, Keegan, and Sabonis. I was really surprised, especially, you know, Keegan and Herter knocked down a couple of threes early. I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe something's here. Yeah. But after that, they had no answer for the Rockets' defense. Let's, before we transition to that, let's transition into the games with De'Aaron Fox and what he missed. But I want to go off of this because you just said it in the beginning of all that. You talked about how this team had some losses and last season, but you never questioned their spirit, their soul, all those things. We saw in that first game without De'Aaron Fox against the Golden State Warriors uh, last week that this team have this fight, have the same identity, next man up mentality, even without De'Aaron Fox on the floor. They battled. They didn't do everything perfect, but they battled there all the way until the end until Klay Thompson had to hit a big jump shot. The last two games that we just witnessed – what is that in in so many people uh chris mullen was in studio because the warriors were playing in detroit and he even said he was like well i mean the the kings without De'Aaron fox that would be like steph curry without without you know the warriors without steph curry and i'm like yeah but it's really strange because what we saw the other night against the Golden State Warriors, this team play without De'Aaron Fox, it just makes no sense these last two games against the uh, the Houston Rockets. So last year without Fox, you want me to go over some of the yeah, games? Yeah, yeah, um, The first game, they lost to Miami by three. Tyler Hero hit the game winner with 1.8 seconds left. Good game. They lost at the end. Hero Should game Should have been winner. a travel, I believe. Maybe that's a good memory. I don't... I barely remember oh, that. Oh, I... Ugh. 
Uh, the next one, they won at Cleveland without mm-hmm. De'Aaron. The Kings closed on a 19-0 run. Donovan Mitchell did not play yes. in that game either, but the Kings' defense down the stretch closed on. They just shut him down at the end of the game. Uh, then they went on that next game. They played the Knicks, and they lost. It was it was not close. They shot like shit that I day. remember that. Really ugly. It was an early game. Weird, just seemed that. disjointed. Yeah. Um, then... The next time Fox is missing a game, uh, that happened, it looks like... Now I feel like I'm missing a couple, a one or something. Whatever. But either way, um, it's when um, Rose was going to have rain. Like oh, so she, that was like she was giving birth or something? But he missed the Indiana game last year. Okay, that's what it was. It was a close game. Kings lost by three. Okay. Then they had the stinker of all stinkers. That actually kind of reminded me of tonight. They lost at New Orleans by 32 points. Now was a game I remember coming on going, ah, man, they're just longer. They got Ingram, Trey Murphy, and Herb Jones. Like, the Kings just don't have an answer. They just look like not athletic. Similar vibes to tonight, a little bit tonight, but they lost by 32. The next time, they beat Oklahoma City. Harrison Barnes at 29. Sabonis at 23, 13-9. Herter at 20-plus. Uh, then they beat New Orleans by 15. Herder had 25 points, eight assists. And then the last time they played without Fox was against the Warriors end of season. But that was when the Kings sat Fox and Sabonis. Don't really count that one. My point is, What's your point? they battled in those games, right? right? They, right. They, they won games without Fox. They found a way to kind of, I don't know, compete. Yeah. And compete. What we're seeing here, especially. And, and look, we can talk about the Warriors game. But the other thing that should be mentioned. What? They scored 101 points in that game. Yeah. <laughs> they scored 89 Sunday or uh, Saturday, uh-huh. and they scored 97 today. Uh-huh. This is not 2,000. Like, that. that's not a lot of points at all, Morgan. The uh, They only scored 89 points on Saturday. Their lowest scoring game last season was 95 points in Denver. Yeah. So you even you if you want to even put it on that scale of that being their lowest scoring game last season at 95 in this season you're already seeing three games together in this stretch where it's low scoring. Mm. It's not this high powered offense that we're used to and I think I think what what tell me if this is true if this is the most concerning thing to you mike brown talked about this in training camp and everything he said yeah we got to take our leap in our defense if we want to be a championship team blah blah but that doesn't mean we cannot go like we have to be top five in offense still in this league if we want to complete yeah and and have success in exactly what we're talking about but now that's why it's kind of looking a little bit more concerning because you're seeing the emphasis on defense, but offensively, like, what the hell? Yeah, and the we call it emphasis, but now, as of tonight, they're 22nd in defensive rating, and they're 20th in offense. We call it emphasis, but... They're 2-4. and four. Yeah. I mean, it just matches up. That's just yeah. not a good team. Yeah, it's just... That's where I'm sitting back tonight, and I'll rewatch the game. I mean, parts of it. I don't know if I can stomach the whole thing, yeah. obviously. But I, I'm just really confused at why a, a team that was so good at moving off ball and backups and shooting just gets absolutely sure. just shut down where they can't get by anyone off the dribble. And I think tonight what really hurt Sacramento, too, is when Monk came in, 
he picked up three quick fouls. Quick. I mean, quick. He, he played seven minutes in the first half. And when he came in right away, I'm like, God, he hits a tough, tough three. He's attacking. I Immediately, I'm watching him going, this guy should probably be in the starting lineup or be playing like 30 plus minutes, especially without Fox here. He looked like one of their better guys tonight again. But then the foul trouble happened. He didn't end up. He sat from. I just want to double check this. Yeah. So Monk came out of the game in the second quarter. He picked up his third foul at the 1057 mark of the second quarter. Yep. He did not come back into the game until the 610 mark of the third, which that was even a little weird to me. I'm like, no, like the Kings come out of the half and have a shot clock violation and like two late shot clock opportunities. Yes. Their yeah. offense wasn't functioning. Put Monk in earlier. But I think I I think too like what what we talked about on the post game show too is that Mike Brown was searching. He was searching for answers, and answers wasn't necessarily points. He was searching for energy. He was searching for effort. He was searching for who was going to bring that spirit. And um, he went down the list, and it just didn't. Nobody was making. A difference, except like you said, Malik Monk was picked up those fouls, and then once he went back to his other mindset of like, okay, I'm still searching. I don't know who the hell I want to go with, and he did say post game right away, like, you know, I'm putting this loss on me too, like or me first, and then everybody else. But yeah, they didn't play with enough effort. It was very ugly, and you just talked about it offensively, Deuce. There was. You could count on your hand, on one hand, the amount of possessions where they were actually moving the ball around and looking like the offense that we've seen before. We talk about the aggressiveness from Houston, too. It wasn't just defensively. It's offensively playing with force, attacking the Kings, reaching like crazy, fouling like crazy. At the half, I believe the Rockets had 22 free throws to the Kings' four. Oh, and yeah. it just... Some, some people hear that and go... Oh, man, the officials just calling everything. It was like, no, th that matched up with what you watched. You mm -hmm. saw a team that was able to get into the paint and attack at will against a team that was reaching <laughs> like crazy, right? And then a Kings team who could not penetrate. And I thought the Rockets' defense in these two games was fantastic. I mean, I walk away from these two games going, dude, Houston, are yes. you kidding me? And I had mentioned this before the two games. We did. About that, the Rockets they, because they were one and three coming into these games. I'm like, the Rockets are better than their record. They Don't play Gold State well. You know, they had a stinker opening night, but do, they just look completely connected. They play with force and physical. Give credit to Ime Doka too. That's what that I'm saying. Udo Here's the biggest compliment I can give. What? Alperin Shengun doesn't look like a liability defensively. No. Last active. year, he was definitely a liability, and there were effort issues with him. He looks like a completely different guy this year. Yep, yep. Everyone, Th That's a buy-in. That's accountability. That's coaching. Everyone thinks they want this, like, uh, typical rim protector, and people are like, oh, well, he's not that, and he always has to be in drop coverage. Well, drop coverage looked pretty damn good for the Rockets uh, these last two games, especially packing the paint, not allowing the Kings to put bodies in there and get where they wanted. So their game plan really worked out, and you're exactly right. I think I look at this Rocket squad after these two games specifically and go, oh, Okay, this is what they're going to bring this season. They're going to be tough. Yeah. They're going to be better. Tough. Yes. You know, Brooks, Van Vliet. 
those are two vets that have been around the block and they know how to play hard. They play the right way. And Dylan Brooks is, you know, obviously he has moments where it's a little chaotic, but right now seems like the perfect guy for their team. And they've got the young talent too. Dude. Plus a good coach. Yeah, things Sh things look pretty good. Shangun finished the night with that double double, and I think you like we just mentioned not only what he's doing on the defensive end, but then you're seeing him with 17 points and 12 assists. We've talked about how he's the hub of the offense. He's their passing big. So there's a lot of similarities with what their offense can be and what the Kings' offense is. But the only other thing that the Houston Rockets were doing before tonight. They were slowing it down and really working the half-court offense. But it seemed like there were so many shots being missed by the Sacramento Kings that they they were able to just push it on them. I don't yeah. know what the fast break points ended up being. 14-11. Okay. okay. So, so not the crazy, Kings, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty easy for, for Houston. I mean, even Shengun, he, he actually got Sabonis twice on pump fakes from three and, <laughs> and got by him. And he just looked like a vet out there. Out there. Uh, he finished with 17 points, 12 assists, and eight rebounds. Actually, I should mention that. He said that yeah. He's going to make Morgan mad. <gasps> That's our rock and soul oh, player of the game, Alperen Shengun. I hate putting that up there, but 17 points, 12 assists, eight rebounds, a steal, seven of 13 shooting. He was the best big on the floor tonight, and that's not oh. a good thing to say if you're a Kings fan. Of course, the Rock and Soul player of the game. You guys got to go to Rock and Soul Diner. I just got word of something that's really yes. cool, too. Yes. Believe it or not. Okay, this so, is the good thing about this moment. Th here's a good thing. A Rock and Soul Diner that's located 1825 10th Street, just literally six blocks from Golden One Center. So on home games. Home game. Listen so, up. Starting Wednesday. Yep. If you're in the area, like, you know what? I'm going to go watch the game there. They got a ton of TVs there. Well, you'll get half off drinks and half off appetizers during the game now if you're going to the game like i want to i want to bite to eat before like can i can i partake well how about this you show your ticket to a to the game you get 50 percent off your entire bill and just mention you heard it from the do some podcast like are you yeah. kidding me i was telling i was telling rock and soul i'm like you're literally going to have entire yeah. families coming in here before king's games and actually being able to afford all their meals and everything so make sure you check out rock and soul diner great place all the king's fans in the world but screw you out from shengun dude he was so good son of a gun um, I want to talk more about Sabonis because I feel like we we hit on it for a second just talking about his combined numbers with Barnes. But Sabonis finished with eight points. He had eight rebounds, five assists. He also had four turnovers, three of four shooting, Morgan. Three of mm -mm. four shooting, two of three from the free throw line. He played 30 minutes in this game. I do want to acknowledge what I thought the Rockets did a great job on him in the Rockets yeah. game plan. And this should be concerning a bit. This is why it's a little concerning. They just packed the paint. They they have no respect for the King shooters. Chris Duarte, they didn't care. Shoot it. Davion Mitchell, shoot it. Davion shot 11 times. He was two for 11 in this game, right? Yes, two for 11 and one of five from three. They didn't care. They were going to bump because they know Sabonis was the hub. He mm -hmm. makes everything happen, and they don't trust everyone else. They're not worried about Duarte breaking guys down. They're not trusting his shot or or hurt. Or, you know, like th they didn't Even have any concerns. So their main focus was, we are going to just be physical with him. Which yeah. Shen Goon, 
Brooks is going to come over and bump him a couple of times. And we've seen they what happens care. when people get physical with Sabonis. There's times where he gets frustrated and out of his game. And there's other times that he fights back and he's Meech's, Meech's, I don't meet matches. I think I was saying okay. meets and matches. <laughs> okay. Meaches like uh their physicality. That's a great word. Um, but these last two games, you didn't see that. You didn't see him matching it. You didn't see him, you saw it taking him out of his game, not only mentally, but also when you look at the way that he was trying to move around the basketball or be that hub for the Sacramento Kings on the offensive end, he just wasn't it. And you're exactly right, Deuce. It is concerning because if your team how many times last year there were opponents that were like, yeah, um, we're just going to push him to his right hand and we're going to be able to stop him. They still couldn't stop him where I feel like now that there's more and more teams figuring out how to slow him down and what it's doing is slowing down the entire offense and how things flow for the Kings. And it's smart because then the Kings are standing around watching Sabonis yep. or they're, or they're packing the paint so much that they can't even get the ball to Sabonis. And the other guys are going, wait, we're so used to him coming up and setting screens or what. And the other thing is Sabonis needs to show more confidence. I made a weird noise. Yeah, what was I was that like, you? were you choking? Do you hear that? Breathing? Like, what happened? <laughs> it's like, a, I sleep, like, you're like I'm awake, but I have sleep apnea somehow. I'm like talking so um, fast. Oh. So I, Sabonis, take a mid-range shot, man. Pull him out and take a mid-range shot. And I think he was so focused, like, oh, I'm going to get the best of Shengun or whatever, finish inside. Dude. No, no, no. Come out a little bit. Posting up that. on the block. Even that, I was like, this is this is messing yeah. with the flow of the offense. Right. And not to say that I don't want him to try that and body some guy up once in a while, especially if nothing else is working. But at the same time, it just didn't seem like to be the fit for what this team needed to do tonight. It wasn't only him. We're obviously putting a lot on him, though. Um, not only because he didn't have a double-double tonight, but also because when De'Aaron Fox is out... There's been times now that we've seen like Malik Monk step up or someone else step up. Oh, can you depend on Keegan Murray? But I just expect Domas Sabonis to be yeah. that next leader to step up. They did a great job packing the paint, being physical with him, trying to take him out of rhythm. And they are worried about the Kings rebounding. And yeah. So, hey, two games in a row. They out-rebounded the Kings. The Kings still got 12 offensive rebounds, which is a number they probably don't love. But ultimately, the Kings couldn't do much. They ended up shooting 44%. They were 14 of 40 from downtown. Mm. They were 11 of 20 from the free throw line in this game. The other thing is, too, even when the Kings were trying to get into some of their stuff, it just felt like that the passing wasn't good. I thought... A lot of their passes got deflected tonight. Yeah. And then the shooting is just inconsistent still. You know, I mean, Herter, it was good to see him knock down three tonight. He was three of eight, 13 points for him, five of 10 overall from the field. Uh, Keegan was five for 11, two of six from three with 12 points. But I thought Keegan, there are a couple of times where it, it just felt like I need someone else right now, especially with Fox not in the lineup. To make something happen. That's it. And That's th it. There's a couple times where they're swinging the ball around, and I'm like, Keegan, don't swing the ball. Dude. I want you to do something with it. And I, he automatically, it was like he the hesitated. pass came, 
and then he immediately gave it to someone else. Or, or he's, that. He was running through the action like a they? robot at times. Yeah. And like, They're overthinking everything. Yes. And then, but then there's other times where he'd hesitate instead of like curling off of a beautiful DHO with Domas Sabonis. Mm. It was like, should I go or should I not go? Is it too packed in here or is it not packed? I don't give a shit. Just go. Just go. Yeah. Like, do your thing. Play your game. You're so right. Like, there was even a time where he had that... Uh, 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 shot off one foot and i'm like yes i don't he missed it didn't care i was like that is the look that i want to see you get i want yeah. you to keep growing off of that keep shooting that keep getting better um it just wasn't there tonight for him either he had one nice attack at the basket too and i just i want to see more of that and in transition didn't he have a, a nice dunk in transition <sighs> maybe that point? was a play i was thinking okay. of oh. Yeah, it's it's so crazy when games like this happen because I take pretty detailed notes. And yeah, then, and then you start seeing uh, literally after the third quarter. My, my final note of the third quarter was Jalen Green blows by Keegan at seventy three forty two. I know which I know that was like yeah. the line drive down the yeah. right side. And it's just, it was embarrassing. And my other notes from that Kings open the uh, third quarter with a shot clock violation. First three possessions late in shot clock. Then the fourth quarter, I noted 941 mark that Sabonis and Keegan were back in the game down 10767, And then Sabonis bang knees. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, Can I say something about that too? Yeah. When Sabonis and Keegan went back in at the 940, whatever mark in the fourth quarter, by that point, you yeah. were playing against the Rockets, like third string team, thir third unit, yeah. whatever. And they, Keegan and Sabonis and Chris Duarte were in there with whoever else, still did not look like themselves. They did not look like top notch NBA players, even in those moments. I was like, Keegan, just keep shooting the ball here. Just keep shooting the ball. Got a few more shots off. Just didn't, you know, just didn't have it. It wasn't coming off his hand well by that point. Um, I think they were too far in their head by that point. But those are the moments like Mike Brown was shoving them back in there. Like, figure it the F out. Yeah, in a way I liked it. But and then you're like, it's it's 40 point game and someone gets hurt here. That would really irritate me at that point. We, we've hit a lot here. I yeah, do want to acknowledge a couple Oof. people in the chat. There's a couple people that are mentioning, hey, this chat needs to cool a little bit. King started 0-4 last year. Someone also mentioned, hey, it's early. I did put a poll question up. Uh, Kings are 2-4. and four. How concerned are you? The options vary. I hit the panic button. Option two, kind of. Let's see when Fox gets back. And the last option was no six games in. Well, the leader right now with 41% of the vote, kind of. Let's see when Fox gets back. 39% of people say vary. I hit the panic button. And 21% say no six games in hmm. yeah i'm um i'm definitely not hitting the panic button i'm sorry like i it is six games in there and then the go. other perspective i have and you know you say this and people are gonna you're making an excuse here no we just talked how long we've we been talking now 30 we, minutes yeah 35 minutes whatever it is 30 minutes we haven't said anything good from tonight really it was bad it was ugly but we do have to acknowledge that De'Aaron Fox has not played the last three games. Sure. That's just a fact. He hasn't played. And De'Aaron Fox makes his team different. They shouldn't be this different, though. I agree with that. And that's that's where that's where it felt concerning these last two nights because it was like you don't need De'Aaron Fox to to have a certain type of energy or effort like that that all falls on you at the end of the day you know like there, that can be contagious 
at times from your leader, but at the same time, that's something you can control. Sometimes you can't control all your missed shots and um, how someone might be driving by you. But if you're doing everything you can to stop that person or everything you can to take the best shots or get your teammates the best shot, you cannot allow missed shots to dictate yeah. your entire game. And that is what we saw these last two games. Uh, but to, yeah, for sure. But I felt like tonight it just nothing flowed offensively no no so nothing next king's game is wednesday against portland we don't know if fox is going to play he was on the court before the game getting shots up he was shooting from the perimeter which was good to see but Great. i don't know where he's at no I mean, no um, and take your time it's early on in the season let this team figure it out without you no i'm serious oh, i'm with you too oh, i'm serious but like i also go please feel better please are you you're good? Please. This team needs to figure it's like <laughs> you, look in the mirror. Morgan, if they lose with or without Fox to Portland. You say it like no, no, that? No, 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 no. Morgan, no, no. See, I know what you're trying to say here. It's the NBA. We watched Portland yesterday. Yeah, against a winless Grizzlies team. And they did not score in the final eight minutes and 18 seconds of the game. But they were winning the they entire game until that point. Unfortunately, lost Rob Williams. I know. For so maybe sad. the year. Mm -hmm. Scoot Henderson's out. It's not a good... Morgan, say it with me. Portland's Portland, not, not a good team. I'm, and you shouldn't lose to Portland on your Every home team's floor. a good team in the NBA I right now. I hate that. that th this right is, now. Can I just say this to you right say now? Say whatever. It's your worst quality. You know it's what? I can name seven worst no, qualities no, by no, you. No, hear me. Just... You don't think, I'm, I'm, this is where I'm getting mad at you. Now. It's too early for me to just say that they're like Portland. No, take Portland away from it for a second. <laughs> I know I, this is going to make me angry. Let's don't go. Don't be a coward. Let's go. No, You're no, a coward. Listen, listen. Say it. The Kings can't lose to the Blazers at home after what has happened the last two games. That can't happen. Morgan. That is fair. You have and to I, have some standards. I will say I agree. I agree with that. I will have that standard, but I'm not going to sit here and act like what I've seen from the Portland Trailblazers isn't good enough basketball to be put on an NBA oh, floor and oh. get some W's. Could, could Shaden Sharp crush the Kings Thank with you. defense? Could Jeremy like this? Grant? Yes. His, with the way the Kings are playing right now, keeps yes. keeps going up game by game. Yeah, he, he's shooting like 39%. Settle down. But yes. I mean, yeah, if they play like they've and been playing. And what's their record? Their record is... It's better than the Kings. Right. Right, dudes. Okay. So it's hard to win in the NBA, and they're winning games. I'm sure they would beat Morgan. the Houston Rockets. Did they already beat the Houston Rockets? Probably. <laughs> no. They're a bad team. But my, my point is, it's like, I'm with you 100%, but I'm also here early on in the season looking at everything. I go, in my opinion... Houston's not going to look like this 30 games from now. I could be totally wrong. Totally wrong. They could be even better. But that's just, I just kind of look at like what the Jazz were last year. And I look at how they started the season to how they ended the season. And I don't know. Sometimes I get that feeling with different teams. Like they're they're vibing off of different energy or relying on um, certain things. But how long can it actually last where talent can trump all? Who knows? We will see. But with Portland, I like it's early. It's early. Morgan, good teams don't lose at home. Kings don't look like a good team right now. They don't. 
I mean, they just like right now. Let's they, check the last in, two games. Let's check in with someone who was at the game tonight. Ooh, his name Cheap. What's up, Cheap? Can you hear hey. us? What's up, y'all? How you doing, man? Uh, kind of upset. That was that was. Hey, wait. Can I cuss on here? Yeah. yeah. All right. That was some bullshit. Okay. I'm hey. fucking upset. Okay, cheap. All right. All right. Settle down. <laughs> you don't have to force the cusses. You're you're forcing it now. Uh, let me ask you this: Did you stay for the whole game? Yes, I did. Wow. Give it up to cheap. I said I said Shengun was the player of the game because he was awesome tonight. But I think Cheat might yeah. has might be a candidate. Our too. rock and soul player of the game. You stayed Chief. for the whole game. Yeah, sadly. Like you saw me in the Discord chat, um, like around halftime. I was like, should I just walk out right now? I thought about it. I really did. Especially when we got up to got to the 40 point deficit. I was like, shit, I should just go home. Wait, I would have <laughs> absolutely do you do you live in Houston or do you live in Sacramento? Yeah. No, I'm I'm originally from Turlock near Sacramento okay. and I moved to I moved to Houston when I was younger. And well I stayed I stayed loyal to my team. Yeah. So you really did and you really stayed loyal tonight. Well, you know, since you're at the game tonight, Aww. I'm very curious if you could do me a favor. Today is November sixth, right? Correct. Kings lost to the Rockets. Uh, what do you think are, you know, of course, we pick one moment from the game, maybe one or two moments. We write it down on a post-it note and put it in our moment jar. So at the end of the year, we can go back and remember all these moments. Uh, what moment do you think from this game we sh should we put on the post-it? I think the whole second half of this game, because they didn't put any pressure in the paint. Every time I saw... Um, Sabonis dub it off to Davion Mitchell or Keegan Murray, and they drove. They wouldn't go for the layup; they'll just try to pass it back to the to anybody who's at the three point line. It never worked. We weren't hitting our three pointers. Nobody wanted to penetrate the paint. Sabonis was like, I don't want to be rude, but he was getting bitched by um, Shangun. It's. You shouldn't expect that from Sabonis. Sabonis is supposed to be the interior guy. He did that all last year. He's been doing that most of his career. Besides um yeah. OKC. OKC for some reason they made they made him a spot a spot up shooter. But off topic. So it they felt like they don't have any aggression. So they just, don't show any aggression. So a uh, cheap, just real fast. I have a post-it note here. Uh you just it went on for 17 minutes. Was I supposed to transcribe that whole stuff, all that on the post? Great question. The moment of the game. No, you know what? I'm going to make the moment of the game. Here's what I put. November 6th at Houston, 122.97. Cheap stayed for the whole game. I like that. It's the moment of the so game. So we changed it. We we yeah. didn't take your moment. Yeah. We actually made you the you moment. You are the moment that th you are a loyal enough Kings fan that you stayed for the entire game. Uh, what could be, hopefully, the worst Kings game hopefully. of the season. Uh, I wasn't the only Kings fan, surprisingly. There was another, oh, like... Chief, can you just take your credit? I Own just made you the moment of the game. Own you're, it. You're a good I, fan. I, pre I appreciate it. I, I'm humble. I'm humble. Yeah, Aww. whatever, whatever. Well, uh, <laughs> hopefully they bounce back, man. Hang in there. There you go. Appreciate it. All right, we'll catch up with you Bye, soon, man. Chief. There's Cheap making the first appearance on the show. I love it. That's super sweet. That's yeah. super sweet. And honestly, I would have left easily. Would have yeah. left. Would have left. Yeah, um, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, we need to get some some more people on 
uh, Discord too. I want to talk to the people. Okay. Uh, but we should mention that tonight's night chat is presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Oh, I love these okay. people. You know what? This, what? Check out northwestexteriors.com. But I think what we should really do tonight is play the video that Morgan ha! starred in. So Morgan was in a Northwest Exteriors commercial. She decided to do a little behind-the-scenes glimpse of that commercial shoot. I'm going to play it. If you're listening on audio, just go on Morgan's t- social media. You can actually watch it. But Might here is Morgan <laughs> behind the scenes. Morgan played a mom in a commercial. In a commercial. Here we go. Northwest Exteriors commercial. And let's just say the star of the show are the windows. And then there's me. As soon as I arrived, there was no trailer. And the crew said the coffee hadn't arrived yet. So I just kept it cool. After every scene, I made sure to make it a point that I was a pro, acting like I had been there before. Is this your first time? Elodie has had a few more acting gigs than me. I just wanted to make sure to keep her under my wing and let her know, don't outshine your mother. We don't do that. My son Fabian, he loved the way that I played his mother on set. I feel like he enjoyed the way that I really took on that role. Morgan kind of scares me. I don't know, Morgan is like getting really into this mom role. Mother, mom, you got this mom. I can't believe she always has all the right questions to ask. And the kids just really seem to really have picked up and are really loving her. Rick, no, no, that that's the on-set teacher. Oh, oh, Mor- oh, I thought you were talking about Barbara. Do I deserve some sort of award or maybe even an Oscar for this role? Is LeBron James good at basketball? But that's not why I took on this role. I love Northwest Exteriors. I love all the people there. But me, that is a little bit why I took on this role. Can we get Elodie's agent on the phone? I am on set. So congratulations, Morgan. That was a funny video, number one. Thank you. And we should just mention... Simply the best. Trust Northwest. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Good job. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. Oh, God. So you'll be seeing Mom that commercial of the year. Mom of the year, Morgan. On our... You start, you know... People call me sports. Daddy Deuce before. They call you Mama Mo now. No, God. No, it's just, well, no. the check, honey, that was your nickname. That's I don't want Mama that. Mama Mo. See, and why would you have to like even put that energy out there or establish that? Because that's such like a weird thing to do in society is be like, oh well, she wants oh, to probably be a mom, so let's out. put Mom in front of her name. How about it's Mo or it's Morgan or it's, it's like Hooper Mo. Ma- it's like, I like Mama Mo. It's like Mama Color Mia. analyst Mo. Oh, okay. Of course, Morgan has to go a different route with this. Thank you. My goodness. Oh, God. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you have more thoughts on this game? I have some more, but I'd love to know if you have more. What are yours? You know, before... When we knew Fox was going to be out, before that Warriors game, I, I wrote for Patreon.com slash Juice and Mo. Um, I wrote um, some guys who could really benefit from this experience okay i mentioned keegan murray mm-hmm. colby jones yep and davion mitchell yep davion has not played well and this is i feel like this was a really important stretch for him agreed tonight he was two of 11 one of five from three finished with five points he had two assists again everyone had a bad game blah 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 I am concerned concerned about that spot, right? Like when Fox is not there, you want it to feel like, oh yeah, he's missing, but you have someone that can kind of run the show. It didn't feel that way. You know, they're playing off of him. He wasn't able to finish inside when the offense isn't there. And when it, he's not taking command, it's tough. It's really tough. And I, I do think he might be playing himself out of the rotation a little bit. I think with Colby Jones coming in and giving them a little something more and some more size. Now, Colby still had some tough moments. He's going to have one as a rookie. They pressured him a lot tonight. I thought they made life tough on him. But Brown even went to Jordan Ford tonight. I know. Well, and and that's what I said. He was looking for answers. And Ford comes in. He's pushing the pace. He's making decisions. And we've talked about Jordan before, too. You know, his his size is an issue, too, at the NBA level. But it just seemed like this would have been a perfect opportunity for Davion to kind of get into a better rhythm mm-hmm. here. And he is not. Yeah. To, to show up as more of that leader and floor manager, you know, not expecting him to take over and replace De'Aaron Fox. No one's going to do that. You know, even Malik Monk at times 
has been the closest thing to that, right? He can play make, he can score, he can be that energy guy, all those things. And with Davion, it's tough because I'm sure for someone like Mike Brown, who thrives off of hardworking human beings and players, loves that side of Davion, loves what he can provide defensively. And that's why he gets the opportunities he gets. But when you look at what he's doing offensively, not only on games when De'Aaron Fox isn't here, but even when De'Aaron Fox is there, you just need a little bit more from him. And even if that has to do more with his playmaking, I know there was like one or two games early on where it was like, oh, you saw it there. He, even though his scoring wasn't there, he was still like doing other things uh, in other categories. But you haven't really been seeing that consistently from him. And yeah, I do expect more from Davion. I really do. A jot in the chat says, I think the old offensive system suited Davion better. You could argue it was better for the whole team so far. The system is definitely different than last year. You know, the funny thing is it's not. It, I mean, they're running more dribble handoffs than they did last year. Guys aren't making shots. I'll say it looked different. Yeah. Just with the lack of movement without Fox there. Just, it's not functioning the same. But I think that stuff's overblown. Like, the coaching staff was like, we're at, we're making some subtle tweaks to the offense during training camp. 90% of the offense is still the same. Like well, it's not, there's no like drastic, like changeover offense. It was implemented by the time the season started again. Right. Yeah. It's like they weren't, they were just trying to stay away from certain things during training camp and everything. So then they could practice and execute right. other things offensively. And now they've implemented everything back in plus some, and it's just like, you got to just do your job well, and doing your job is moving around or and making um, shots. I mean, making shots. Yeah. But even like making decisions, you know, that's, I just like how many times Mike Brown talked about no hezzies and he's not just talking about hesitating on whether or not you're going to take a shot. No hezzies, like get the ball out of your hands or put the ball on the floor and, and have a purpose of why you're going somewhere. And I'm just not seeing that. Well, from guys. and maybe the stuff is honestly is, Mike reining back in like, hey, you know, some of the stuff we added, we're going to shelf that for a little bit. Maybe. And we're going to focus more on what we did last year. Make sure we're pushing, you know, the pace, like constantly getting yeah. shots up, uh, taking good shots, moving without the ball because it just it hasn't been there. And then, I mean, look, if I would have told you before the season, De'Aaron Fox is going to miss three games. In addition to that, Keegan Murray is not shooting the ball mm. well from three. He's going to be shooting in the 20s. Uh, Sasha, you know the guy from Euroleague? Yeah. He really hasn't kind of found his way with this team yet, and he's not shooting the ball well at all from Kevin three. Herter. He's in the low 30s to the 20s in his percentage. Uh, Kevin Herter is shooting similar to how we shot in the playoffs. I think we'd all be going, oh, this is not good. Yep. Yeah, I mean... I, there, it's just you can't have all this stuff. And really, if you want to look at Sabonis hasn't played well at all this year. It's, like he's had a couple of good games. So when you couple all you put all this shit together, it. it's like, yeah, it looks bad Matt, right now. And I get why people are feeling the way they are. Matt but. Barnes talked about that uh, in the pregame. He was like, he was like, I mean, how many times are you going to go through it where two of your best shooters are basically shooting like shit and your star players out? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the mixture 
the combination wouldn't be good for anyone. And right now it's falling on the Kings. Yeah. And what I and I what I said to him too, I was like, well, you know what? I'd rather have this I, because I know you you said opposite of this. I'd rather have this fall on the Kings early on in the season so they can really figure out who they are if this were to happen again and so, see who needs to step up. And I heard Katie mention this on, on the broadcast. You're like, uh, you know, this is good that they're going through something like this early in the season. I don't think it's good. I don't, you don't think have to say it's good, but like, but at the same time, if it is going, it's not about being good, but if it's going to happen because right. it's the effing NBA and most likely it's yes. going to happen, it's better that it happens sure. now than way later on the season when you're like, oh shit, we need three more wins to get this, this, and this. To be in this place, to not right, to play right, this right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You you want to figure it out earlier. You, you want to fit. Yes. Go through the tough times now. Don't be save it for or, later. Yeah. Yeah. The Kings started 0-4 last year. They started 2-4 and last year. The Kings are 2-4 and right now. Oh. So. Well, they- <laughs> would you look at that? Definitely feels a little different. It but totally Also, we totally should note does. that Deer and Fox played in those games. So. Ugh. Would you look at that? Uh, let's check in with Manny. What's up, Manny? What's up, Dusamo? How you, how you doing, man? I've been better. Been better. That that was a a shit show to say the least. Um, I want to piggyback a little bit off a couple of things you guys were just talking about. Yeah. One with the Davion. I felt the same way. The way what you said, like I thought this was a very important stretch for him to kind of um, find himself. It, for the team, right, I think it seems like him and Mike, uh, I won't say they weren't on the same page, but I feel like what we don't see, maybe you guys see it more, but what we don't see is maybe in practices, Mike's not seen everything he needed to see when Fox was there, and now that Fox was out, this was his chance to kind of catapult himself to to elevate himself, and he hasn't done that. And my worry always with him has always been, um, as much as we all love him, he's a phenomenal human being. Yeah. He's a phenomenally uh, hard worker. He does all those things. But we've seen this also before where players can be the greatest human beings, work as hard as they can. And just for some reason on a particular team, it just might not pan out. It might not work there. And that's my biggest fear, right, is that this isn't the place for him where he's going to grow into whatever it is he's going to be on the NBA level. Um and from what you just said about the early issues, I also think this is a great time for this to happen. Not that it's ever a good time to play bad, but because if this continues, right, and let's say it goes on longer, much longer than we anticipate. Oh, dear God, then, no. No, I know, Deuce, I know. <laughs> but but if it does, it gives you a chance to recalibrate before the All-Star break. If that means making moves, if that means going out and, and – and getting pieces that work better than better now than for it to be somewhere else during the end of the season when you just have to ride with what you have. Because at some point, if it if if it doesn't pan out the way we all expect it to and we hope it does, you gotta do Mike's gotta do what Mike's gotta do. Yeah. I mean, and I, I do wonder if you know if Fox doesn't go Wednesday, does he think about tweaking it a little mm. bit? I just to me, the last couple of games, it's been glaring at how different it's felt with Malik out there. Yeah, mm. but you, but in this is something too that we just keep bringing up is that 
you know, not messing with the rotation, the energy factor and, and staggering the rotation. So then Malik is coming in at the right time, but honestly, yeah, if it, I would say, here's what I would say, give it one more game. And if it did that again, Mm. if it did anything like that did the last two games, that is when you officially make the tweak. Assuming, like, just to say, like, De'Aaron Fox wasn't ready. He wasn't coming back yet. That is when you go, okay, we go Monk in the starting lineup, and we figure it out from there. I, I just, agree, Martin. I just think getting off to a good start is essential on Wednesday against the Blazers. Yeah, you, you can't get in a hole. Not, you get in a not hole. with this mentality crowd, right now. The crowd's going to be antsy. Mm-hmm. They know it's just the Blazers in town. And, yeah, it's you have to get off to a better start. And that's why I would definitely think about, hey, put Monk in there because he can get some action going. Get it flowing a little bit. Provide that spark. Hit a three. Get some bonus a good look inside. You know what I mean? Let's just say this to you guys really quick. I think something important. Trey Lyles is not here yet. I think they miss him too. And that's yeah. and that's another uh, factor that I just want to throw out there because I think sometimes everyone gets worried with like, this is it. This is where they're going to go with things. I think he is a huge factor on how they run things, how he can stretch the floor, what he can do defensively, same vertical, big body. So I don't know. It's just another thing. I just want to make sure that we all remember during these dark times. It's a long season. It's a long season, and it could be two months from now where we're laughing about this, and this was a growing point in a lot of things. But yeah. whenever you're in that moment, right, oh. like you're in the moment, you're so invested. You expect that you like the excitement from last year, all the playoffs and everything, and then it's like, eh, eh, eh. well, it's and like, that's the thing, right? There's expectations too, right? People come yes. in this year kind of fired up, like, oh, the Kings are ready to take a step year two with this group together. They've got the cohesiveness and they've got, you know, the the fact that the continuity, you know, and that's what's even crazier about tonight to me is like for a team that had that continuity, I'm going, it it looked like a whole bunch of guys that didn't know how to play together. Yep. Man. So, well, Manny, thanks for checking in. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mo, great on the commercial. I'm telling you, like I said in Twitter or X, you've had years of, raising deuce so <laughs> the experience was there and that's why you killed it he yeah. made me ready for this moment i appreciate you uh, manny all right, thanks guys love you guys yeah love you man there you go uh polo in the chest says we're asking for the bench guys monk sasha lyle's colby to save this team since he stars aside from fox have straight up been a no-show. It's not about asking them to save the team. It's just, I mean, in sports, like, people are going to have their slumps or whatever is going to happen. It's not, look, to save this team would be saying, like, you don't think Keegan's going to get out of the slump. You don't think Kevin Hurd is going to get out of the slump. I believe those two will get out of their shooting slump, and it will be about that second unit in the staggering rotation just all making each other better, right? It's not like the hockey lineups of, like, this group and then this group. They mix and match. Just go play some Kings basketball. They had an identity last year. You knew when the Kings were going, coming into your place or you're coming to Gold One Center that they were going to be explosive. They're going to get up and down the floor. They're going to spread the floor, a lot of dribble handoffs. They're going to knock down shots, free-flowing, quick, Mm. decisive. And that's just gone right now. But I think you get De'Aaron back. 
All right, she Keegan hit a couple. Deuce. Keegan hit a deuce. couple. Yeah, Nick. What's up, Deucemo? How are you? Nick? Nick. Yes? I, I, I don't know. Maybe we're disjointed as a podcast like the Kings tonight, but... I thought we had a rule on this podcast. I thought we all had an understanding, and the rule was simple, Nick. Deuce will bring you on the show. You just show up on the show when I'm talking. In the middle of me talking, you put yourself in the night chap lobby. I'm literally just, hey, I don't even know what I was saying now. De'Aaron Fox you, something. I was talking about something with De'Aaron Fox, and you just interrupt everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to you? Sorry, Morgan Deuce. <laughs> it's okay, Nick. Morgan, accepted. Yeah, what's going Nick, on? Well, I just want to say tonight we lost tonight. Oh, we did. We gotta we gotta play better. We gotta we got I'll be at the game Wednesday. Why not be at the game Wednesday? Why not go to the game? We have to win on Wednesday. Play some goddamn Defense. I am sick and tired of losing. We need to beat the Blazers. Beat. We need to beat P Town. They call us P Town. Wow. Who calls it P Town? He does. Nick. I don't even care. Nick. That was the type of coaching these guys need in that locker room. That was beautiful. I need to be. I need to be on the court and coach the team and be on the court and be with Mike Brown. So you're going to be his lead assistant coach. Yes. Do you want the Kings to fire Jordy and hire you in that spot then? <laughs> and hire me. Might as well, why not hire me? What? All right. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, want to, I want to see the beeb lit. I want to see the purple beeb lit. Hey, Morgan, do you hear? I think Nick's phone's ringing. Ring, no. Ring. Answer the phone. Ring, Nick. ring, ring. It's my TV. Ring, <laughs> Nick, pick up your fake phone. Pick up the fake phone. It's ringing. <laughs> Mike Brown's calling you. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Nick. Yes. I mean, Coach Nick, I should say. It's 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 Mike Brown. How are you? Good. Hey, listen. Uh, I'm I'm interested in you. I don't know joining my coaching staff. I just have to talk with Monty about it. Uh, how much How much would we have to pay you? Ooh. Probably more than more more money. How is there I, I, more money? That's gr- five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for the season. Yes. Sold. This guy serious? Yeah. Coach Nick, five hundred bucks. Dude, that's it. Fire Jordy. Get hey, all the you money. Know what, Nick? Yep. I'm giving you five hundred and unlimited pizza. Yes. All right. Deal. Thank you. Boom. There you go. Morgan, do you think I could be coach uh, the team? Nick, I think you could do anything you put your mind to. Absolutely, I do. Now, I will say, wait, for future, you should make sure to put your price a lot higher, okay? Make sure to value yourself up here. Also, why are you naked again? (laughs) Okay, I I don't like that you just laughed because that means you, you are. You're not denying it. (laughs) <laughs> hey, time out. Are you naked right now? No. Okay. Your shirt's off and you're sweating. All right. 
Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Hey, there is no beam. Oh, there is no beam. There will be a beam on which night. Can you buy me a pizza deuce? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll think about it. All right, sleep, sleep, games. Bye. Are you gonna be at the game Wednesday, Morgan? Yes, yes we'll yes, see you there. We gotta go. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. There you go. Oh, oh my our God. sweet, sweet Nick. I hope that made you guys laugh a little bit tonight. Yeah. Can I ask you uh, a question? I'd probably ask you after the podcast, but I'm gonna do it on the podcast. Oh God! What? I feel like we're too uh, doom and gloom tonight. Do you no, feel like, like I felt like our rhythm too, was off? Were we too ranty tonight? No, I don't feel like we were too ranty. This was one of those games. I feel like we've been able on on a lot of games lately. We've yeah. been able to like actually. There's a lot more substance to break down, bad, good or bad. And tonight, Deuce. I mean, look at your notes. They're they're taken away <sighs> by the third quarter because yeah. it was just dog shit. You know and. And like, what what do you want to do? You want to just break down Keon Ellis's game and his fifteen points? Which, by the way, congrats! That is so awesome, and hey, it was so fun seeing him out there. You know, you don't want to overhype garbage time of an NBA For game sure. when you're down big. But Mike huge. Brown gave him a lot of love post game. You know, and if if you're looking for a little energy and defense, yep, he he, we saw him in Stockton last year. He had a solid year in the G League. He is prone to foul trouble. He plays really aggressive. Yeah. But I think Mike liked that he was pushing the pace. He was confident. He was taking shots. He's, he's taking more shots. It's so funny. I just threw at you like, you know, what do you want to do? Break down Keon Ellis in garbage time? But yeah, it's like, then we do. And yeah. then you do, and you can. But no, I don't feel like anything was too ranty or venting or anything. Yeah. I think it's like, that's what kind of game we were given tonight. And if anything, you we just had a conversation you and I, and then everyone else that wanted to join. One of the things I said to you before the game tonight, I was curious to see what the matchups were going to be because in the first game against the Rockets, they had Keegan defending Van Vliet. Yes. And they had HB defending Jabari Smith. And I, I just didn't love that matchup at all um, for Harrison Barnes. And then tonight I thought, Oh, maybe they'll put Keegan on him. They actually put Keegan on Jalen green. Yeah. And, the adjustment by Udoka was simple. All right, we'll go hunt the mismatch. And they did that, right? Especially when Vezzy came into the game. It oh. was like oh. immediately, all right, let's go ahead and screen. And then the Kings switch. You know, I don't like that switch at all. And then Jalen Green's going, okay, I'm going to do my thing right now. I'm going to hunt these switches. I'm going to either get fouled and go to the free throw line, or I'm going to bury a jumper. By the way, Jalen Green tonight had 23 points on nine field goal attempts. Well, he did that because he went to the free throw line 12 times. He was 10 of 12 wow. from the free throw line. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just concerning. And those are the things you have to think about, too. It's like, all right, well, if you're going to put Keegan on the... And it's... Look, Keegan has shown the ability that he could defend some of these yes. guards. But part of my little concern that could be overthinking by me is, hey... I get it. You're trying to push Keegan to show off what he's worked on this offseason, which is being able to defend smaller guards. Yeah. He can move better laterally. But like, there's some talented wings, and 
Jabari Smith is that. And but this is the time that you you allow him to. I get it, but I, I just feel like it, that. could it be taking something out of his legs a little bit, like just from his shot, just because. And of, this is the time that you build that conditioning and yeah. do that, though. Truly, I, I also think it, it's more. It says more about how they feel about some of the defenders in the starting lineup. Yeah, Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter. That's like, well, we only have so many options, and this might be one of our better ones. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Especially with Fox out. And hey, I mean, on top of individual defense, the team defense was not looking connected and good the last two games either. So, yeah. And De'Aaron, before he got hurt, his defense was great. And so I thought to start the year before De'Aaron got hurt, De'Aaron and Keegan were really good defensively. And so I think losing De'Aaron hurt big time in that regard, too. We talked so much about the offense, Mm. sure. But, um, yeah, I so I was surprised to kind of see that they put in tonight. They put Harrison Barnes to start on Dylan Brooks, and then of course there's one play that just killed me. Dylan Brooks, uh, Harrison Barnes took a bad angle, and Bar- uh, Brooks took it all the way for a jam. Dylan, by the way, who had a big game last game, was quiet offensively, had nine points, six rebounds, three of six shooting. But I mean, if you they watched him tonight, him. it was like he was playing so tough out there, mm-hmm. physical. And Dude, there was one time when he pulled down Chris Duarte, his shoulder. You know and what? Down. God, I'm so glad you brought this Why? up. Because it was on my notes and I forgot to get to it. And this is actually one of the things that probably should have been at the start of this podcast. Oh, oh God. Wait, what did I just do? So I know the play you're talking yeah. about, and it might have got flown under the radar. It for totally some. did. So, I mean, for it, a lot of people, the refs they didn't see it or call it or anything. I'm trying to rem- remember the specifics, but it's, oh, bro- I know the specifics. Dylan Brooks drove it to the basket, missed his shot, was looking to get his own rebound. Chris Duarte had had position on him to box him out, whatever, and so he couldn't get the rebound. But Dylan Brooks behind Chris Duarte rips Duarte down to the shoulder. ground and it's you could he it's an unnatural fall even produce our producer Anthony like I said I'm like oh my god Dylan Brooks ripped him down and then they showed the replay he goes wow you saw it fast and I was like it was an unnatural fall I saw it right away too yeah and <laughs> refs you what's my problem with that play it's not about dangerous Dylan Brooks. no it has nothing to do then with what? Dylan Brooks where's the response ah there we go well, I, I, no, no, I'm no so, one I, else saw it though. No, no, Morgan. Okay. If I'm, okay. Uh, if I'm a film guy on the Kings, I'm giving that to the coaches tomorrow, and we're mm. we're showing that. Interesting. Chris, that man just pulled you down. This team has been being physical with us, bumping us, hitting us. You got pulled down. No. By the back. No. We don't tolerate that. Like, no. You can talk about teammates. Teammates maybe didn't see it. Yeah. Chris Duarte felt it. Chris Duarte, that, get in his face. And that because, was the most like like emotional I saw his face get even in that moment. He's like, what the hell? And I'm with you. Okay, fine. That's, I, th- you, you, fine. You can bump us and I be like physical this. and whatever. I like But it. here's what you're not going to do. You're not pulling that shit on us. Yeah, and that, that bl- to me, as a player, you, you can't let that happen. You blew a kiss at us in the last game? Yes. Great. Not even physical, whatever. You are getting physical and trying to hurt somebody in this game. You're not pulling your bullshit antics on us and hurting one of our guys. Agreed. Agreed. That, Fine. That I like it. Toughness. We used to, last year, we did a segment during shows. 
Let me. Gross. Thank you. Called the dog of the game. Remember? Yeah. We haven't done that this year. Mainly the first couple of games I forgot about it. But there would no, there would be no dogs. But you, the Kings need that. Yeah. Duarte, you got to be a dog in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you, worst case, what happens? There's double technicals. Maybe it gets a little cheap, chippy. Maybe it fires some guys up. Sure. That that to me was a glaring issue tonight. And yeah, you could talk about oh, Dylan. That's so dirty. Yeah, that's what he does. But you know what you're doing in those moments? You're letting him win. And if he's winning. Then everyone else on the Rockets is winning because well, they're feeling confident. And especially when your team is down by 30 and that shit's happening. Because I I forget when it happened, Deuce. But, I mean, the Rockets had the lead the entire game, it felt like. So, I'm, I'm well, not the entire game, but for most of the game. And when it did happen, I feel like there is enough going on where you could respond yes. in a, a very physical way and get back in his face. I don't know the exact time. I mean, the Kings were down but between when did it, 17 and I, I didn't write down the exact time. I, I'd have to go back and look. But Okay. It's, it's out I of see, order. I, I know see, it's I out see. of order. Okay, so okay. yeah. Um, and there was just other mistakes. I also saw Duarte. He went under on a Jalen green. Three oh ball yeah. I, that was annoying. But, I know which one, you're you know, and about. I'm not trying to pick on Duarte with no. that specific play. Yeah. Ultimately it was a dangerous play by Dylan Brooks. But my point is like, those are just things that you can't let happen. And if, if one of his teammates saw it, I'd say the same thing too. If like yep. one of his teammates on the floor saw it and just went back and played, it's like, no, Don't we're not letting that happen. And so the next time these two teams play, that should be remembered. And we, we should come out with a different type of mentality when those things happen. Yeah. I mean, it happened last year when... Giannis was being a little shit and Trey wasn't having it. And so he went at Giannis and then Brooke Lopez came over and yes. then Brooke Lopez and Trey Lyles got into it and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Well, and, are the Kings missing their two dogs right now? De'Aaron and Trey. I, I mean, honestly, De'Aaron gets into it with guys. Sure. He does John. He's calling out guys for flopping. Yeah. Even if that's not part of your personality, allow those moments to channel your inner dog. <sighs> How long have we been on here an hour? Tonight yeah. will be the night that I light the beam for you. <laughs> oh, no, it won't. Please. It's a beamless night as I lay here sleepless. It's a beamless night and the kings will lose. I'm good at emo, huh? Was that just I don't off know. the top? Yeah. I mean, you think about an emo song and it's like. It's not bad. Really? Not bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, off the top of your head like that's really impressive. Oh my god. I couldn't do that. Yeah, you could. You I just think not. of sad things. And I can't do the emo voice. Try, try it. Try it. Okay. <laughs> Wait. You sound like you're dying. Try it again. Go. It's to this. It's a beamless night. Oh. It's a beamless <laughs> night. <laughs> it's not that bad. But it's a beamless night as I lay here sleepless. It's a beamless night as I lay here sleepless. Like that? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. No, it's not. No, no do it I with just me. My strength. No, no, do it with me at the I'm same time. I'm an idea. Time. Let's see if we can harmonize. Ready? Three. Well, you have to, you have it's to a set beamless it up. Hold, hold, hold. night as I lay here sleepless. I, I can do that. But no, uh. we don't need. 
<laughs> There's nothing you can add that's going to make it easier. Uh, no, you, okay. you do. You do. Okay. This is what we do. Uh, this is night shot. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh. Hello, oh. hello. No, that's too much for a megaphone. Yeah. I was trying to like. I know. You're looking for an emo. No, I was looking for more of like the sound effects. Like we have to get really in the scene. Like we're at a stadium or something. Like it's it's a concert, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, what's the band's name? Um, it's called Dark Soul. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Sacramento, Dark Soul. That's like some forty one. No, no. So go ahead, go and start your song. It's a painless night as I lay here sleepless. I can't close my eyes without thinking of you. It's a purple beam in the sky that shines so, so freaking bright. But I lay here sleepless. You, oh, you know what it is? You add some Cartman into the voice, okay. the emo voice. Okay. I, I, you think I know how to do that? Yeah. No, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you can do it. I don't know how to do a Cartman. <laughs> try, try it one time for me. <laughs> I have to hear it. Yeah. Oh, wait. I am not that good. I can't. I literally can't do that. I, Morgan, there's like certain things I, I know it's shocking. Kyle's like, mom is... There's a really bad song about him singing about Kyle's mom. I understand, like you think, like you're capable. So you can do anything you put your mind anything. to. There's certain things I can't do. I just can't do a carbon. Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, I already feel like someone in the chat says, like emo uh, Jimmy Butler, dude. That's the next thing. We gotta do like a music video where you we'd have emo hair. Oh, we do emo. Whenever the Kings lose, we play a 20 second drop yeah. of just like a, it's a seamless yeah. night as I lay sleepless. How'd you come up with that? I, I told you as I, I was know, on my way just, home, I just was better like, and better. Well, yeah. That's how a song works. You just like <laughs> write a lyric and go with it. Figure uh, it out. Tanner says, guys, we're still alive. Yeah, we, we know. know. We know. We know. Guys, uh, we're still alive. Oh, freaking A. Um, no NBA games on Tuesday, by the way. Yes. The league's gone. No games no because, games. Uh, of course, there's elections around the country. That's they tomorrow. Don't, yeah, that's tomorrow. No games. Wow. No games. I get my lashes done tomorrow. I get a haircut tomorrow. Uh, game, next Kings game's coming up on Wednesday. Kings and Blazers. Will we see Chris Murray? The twins go head to head. He has not really been playing mm -mm. at all for the Portland Trail Blazers. Getting some DMPs, yeah, yeah. but like averaging what five minutes? I've watched uh, uh, <laughs> a little too much Blazers. I feel like I'm watching too much. Yesterday, watched basketball all day. Watched Why into not that Blazers watch all day. Grizzlies game. I felt sick. Blazers were up 95-85 on Memphis. Memphis scuffling right. They're zero and six. They just lost the the Blazers the game before. They don't score another field goal from the 18, what, eight, eight. 18 mark uh -huh. of the fourth quarter to the end of the game. Yeah. Did not make a shot. Yeah. I mean, they just, it was bad. And then the Grizzlies won 112, 100, I believe. Um, yeah, it didn't look good. Didn't look good. I would love for Chris Murray to get 
in there, get his moment against his twin brother. Dude, Chauncey Billups, you can play Chris Murray five minutes. You know what Matt said to me? He was like, well, maybe there's a reason why he's not playing. Oh, no, it's true. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. It's not like we know his game just because we know Keegan's game. We're not practice. No. No, they're not the same. They're not, not the same. Not all twins were made the same. I know we do this every once in a while. We talk about games we really didn't see tonight, oh. but there are still enough storylines to hit on. Number one, Golden State was able to hang on and beat the Pistons tonight, 120-109. to 109. Jalen Duran did not play in that game. Steph Curry had 34 points, 7 of 17 from three. Uh, Chris Paul, 17 points, one of his best games with the Warriors, 17 points, six assists, five rebounds. He came into the game shooting 4.9% from three, mm. but he knocked down two of three from downtown. James Wiseman saw some playing time. And he did. He has not been seen playing Played time. 11 minutes off the bench. Look that's who it. else what, didn't see any playing time. Yeah, and that's a subplot to the Pistons earlier this it year. Is. Jaden Ivey, DMP the last couple of games. He is out of the rotation. They're going with Marcus Sasser, the rookie, who's scrappy out there. He's playing yeah. defense. I... I'm stunned that Monty Williams is like, I'm not playing him. I, I don't There's know if it's he like, doesn't like he's trying to send a message with the culture. Like we're doing things differently. We need you to go be better defensively, which is a weakness of Jay and Ivy's. Well, that and he likes to do a lot of one on one. And so maybe he's like, look, you need to I mean, alter you just, your game. You drafted him with the fifth pick last year. Yes. We all remember that because Sacramento Kings uh, people yeah. were like, oh, my God, get him. Or everyone who's Sacramento it. Kings people? You I was, need some fans. Yeah, well, that's what I was. I was okay. saying. I was like, because I wasn't going to say all fans because I feel like there's a lot of people within this community that yeah. don't say that. Um, but there was a lot of people crying about it. Meanwhile, Indiana put up a buck fifty-two, another monster offensive game for a team that could be very explosive. Damn, one fifty-two on the Spurs, who lost on the second night of a back-to-back after that tough game against the Raptors. Yesterday mm-hmm. at home where they lost in overtime after Scotty Barnes had a big game. Uh, Victor had 13 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks on three of 12. He only played 21 minutes in the second half of back-to-back. It was pretty much a blowout. Indiana led, of course, by as many as 44 points. They won 152 to 111. Uh, Dallas escapes with a 117-102 win. They escaped. They were down this game, and they were also down last night to the Hornets. They survived that. So Dallas won. Yeah, Dallas is now six and one after that. Oh, six and yeah, one. Six and one now. Philly put up hundred and forty six on the Wizards, one forty six to one twenty eight. Embiid had forty eight points, eleven rebounds. Damn. God. I look at that free throw line. Fourteen for fourteen for him. Let's see some of the new guys. Batum had eleven points off the bench. Okay, okay. Tobias Harris, 18 points. Ubre's been playing well for them, scoring. We had three points tonight. Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Can we talk about Cam Thomas? This guy's a freak. This guy is a bucket and a half. He had 45 points in the Nets loss tonight. The Nets are now three and four. The Bucks get the win to go to four and two. Giannis, 36 points, 12 rebounds. Dame at 21 on five of 15. But Cam Thomas Morgan had 45 points on 17 of 33 shooting. He put up 33 shots tonight. I just, he's entertaining. He is entertaining as shit, dude. He gets buckets. Um, Lakers heat went down to the wire. The Lakers were down in this game. 
uh, by double digits. Miami hangs on to win 108-107, the final play. LeBron driving to the basket. There was defenders there. Bam was there to contest. He fires it to the corner. The open man, Cam Reddish, for the win. No good. Clank. Uh, AD also went down in the third quarter. He came back. Apparently, he had like a groin spasm he thing. He did come back? I think he ended up coming back in the game uh, at one point. Yeah. Okay, maybe at one point. But we talked about him being out, like his injury and Jamal Murray. I heard he had groin spasms. I heard a, I, th- I had a groin tweak today at the gym and it did not feel good. Oh, my God. Would you so, have gone back into the game, though? I finished my workout. Well, I did. then I hope I went, Anthony Davis finishes game. Same thing. Yeah, he ends up playing 25 minutes tonight, nine points for him in the loss. Uh, LeBron, 30 points. The Lakers fall to three and four. Jimmy Butler at 28 in the win. Bam, at 22 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. Woo! Bam with a monster triple-double tonight. A 22-20-11 trip dub? Yeah, I, I, it, that's great. That's impressive. It made Deuce fly back. James Harden made his Clippers debut. Oh! At Madison Square Garden tonight. The Knicks won 111-97. Uh, Harden ends up playing 31 minutes. He had 17 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds on 6 of 9 shooting. Ty Lue talking about he maybe u- using him uh staggering him to play him more with the second unit too so you can kind of let him he's going to start and they started tonight Westbrook Harden Leonard Zubots and PG but may stagger him kind of like what mm-hmm. the Warriors do with Chris Paul yeah. uh but start Harden but have him play a lot with the bench yep very interesting hmm. I don't know how it's going to go dude. neither do it's I it's going to I <laughs> I'm not going to knock it until I I watch it and I obviously didn't get to watch it tonight so I just have questions about, like, do all these we guys want to share enough to do it? I know the talent. The individual talent is there. We all have questions. Well, they lose the first game with him in the lineup. 111-97. Randall, who is off to the worst shooting start in, like, 50 years. I know. Had 27 points hey. on 9 of 21. He also had 10 rebounds Good in the him. win. R.J. Barrett had 26 points for the Knicks. Brunson just 2 of 12. Yikes. He was feeling it. Uh, the Bulls beat the Jazz one thirty to one thirteen. Sacramento. Ugh. How if, about? Go ahead. If you if you saw this scoreboard, if you were like covering a different team, and you saw this scoreboard, and then you saw the Kings in Houston, you'd be like, "What happened?" I click on and go, "What the did? What happened?" Ninety seven points. Yeah, for that, the Kings. And you go, "Oh yeah. no, Deer and Fox. Is that who they are?" Without, oh God. You know, I have a tough time giving love to Minnesota. I've yeah, always do. despised the T-Wolves. Yeah, you have. Minnesota came into tonight with the number one defensive rating in the NBA. And they beat Boston tonight. 114-109. One of the highlights, Jalen Brown had a massive dunk on Gobert, who went to challenge a shot. Impressive. It was awesome. But... Minnesota's defense, dude, looks great. And we all poked fun at the big lineup, all that stuff. Boston shot under 40% in this game. They were just 11 of 39 from three-point land. Brutal. Meanwhile, Minnesota shot 52%, and they were 13 of 37 from three. Ant-Man, check out this line for him, Morgan. What is it? 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Damn. 
Gobert had 14 and 12. Cat in this game had seven points before fouling out in 28 minutes. Be nice. They won. They got the dub. Kings didn't get a dub. Uh, they got a dub. He was a part of it. All I'm saying. He they, was a part of the win. McDaniels had 20. It's almost like they might be better without Cat. Not, you're, you didn't watch the game, dude. I'm going back and watching yeah, that game. But honestly, Minnesota is playing some really good defense right now. They improved the four and two on the season. That was Boston's first loss. So Boston comes in that game red hot. Wow. And Minnesota's defense sending a big message through the first, uh, what, week and a half of the season. Oklahoma City beat Atlanta 126 to 117. Morgan Chet had 16 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, and three blocks. SGA returned. He had 30 points, eight rebounds, six Jeez. assists. Uh, and Jalen Williams had 21. Morgan, what have you thought about Chet really? I, I like him. Oh, same. I, I was just talking about like his unique body size. And even this Friday when the Kings take on OKC, I know we'll talk about it. But it will be a f- interesting, fun test to be like, okay, what's going to be your matchup and style against someone like Wembenyama too? You know, like they have the same body types, obviously different games, um, but there's more weapons. I feel like, you, well, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, there's more weapons that have been playing together with OKC when you look at Josh Giddy and SGA, especially when healthy and then Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. Like, Oof. like you look at that combo and you go like, there's a lot of things you have to worry about. So when you have to worry about a lot of things, plus a unique body size like Chet Holmgren, yeah, I just think it's going to be fun. Denver beat the Pelicans tonight, 134 to 116. Jokic also had a triple-double tonight. 35 points, 14 rebounds, 12 dimes. They did it without Jamal Murray, who, yeah. like you mentioned, is out for the foreseeable future. Hamstring. Hamstring. Damn. Damn. Yep. Meanwhile, the rookie, Jordan Hawkins, for the Pelicans, had 31 points in the start in 38 minutes. Good for him. Zion was one assist shy of a triple-double. Have all the bigs tonight. Bam with the triple-double. Jokic. And then Zion was one assist shy. He had 20 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Looking for their teammates. That's a look around the NBA. Um, final message for Kings fans at the end of this podcast, Morgan. Um, as the Kings sit at two and four, it's early. Don't you worry. You can be disappointed. You can feel angry that you watch some bad basketball, but don't worry. It's going to be all right. My message. Oh, no. There's a reason we have a moment jar. Because I don't want you guys to forget how you felt tonight. And we'll always remember Cheap was at that game and never left. But this is why I say embrace the wins. Even yes. When, even when you're like, oh, we yes. should expect them. No, no. Embrace the wins. Embrace when I pump fog I will, I will. and damage your lungs. Yes, I Embrace will. Embrace when I got lights everywhere. I got a light-up jacket. Because when those moments don't happen, we, we go, oh, it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. And I said it at the start of this year, losing was going to feel worse. I didn't expect it to look this like this. Really... Like this. Yeah. But yeah, my message is like, no, remember these games because, you know, I, I'm with you. I believe the Kings are a good team. Yeah. I'm going to say it again just in case you guys want to like, clip it at home if you're on YouTube and you're like, you oh, clip I can it. clip this yeah. or you're doing audio or whatever. The Sacramento Kings are a good team. And I'm playing it like 
right now. Mm-mm. I'm not worried yet. Good job. And I want you Party. to remember this game. So, like, in the future, like, man, they really dug out of that. Remember that game in Houston that was awful? It was ugly. Or it could, you know, tailspin. And like, well, we all knew it was the medicine. Like, this is who they are. Yeah. Oh, my God. But just deep breath. And let's go. Bring on Portland. I I'm love ready it. for it. I'm love ready it. for it. Uh, hey, guys, I appreciate you guys so, so much for being with us. If you have not yet hit the thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed to. We're dropping content each and every day. We're also dropping NBA content. Hell, we did a couple of clips over the weekend on our YouTube page. We broke down the Scotty Barnes, Victor Wimben, Yama classic between the mm. Raptors and the Spurs. We're dropping NBA content, Kings content. Make sure you're locked in and subscribed. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we gots to go. You're all so badass for being here, especially after a game like that. Thank you for always joining us. The best community ever. See you later. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.